0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Final Space, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Hyson, and today I'm joined by Mel Moyer. Hello. Michelle Ander. Hi. And Alex Bonilla. Hola. Uh, we're back to talk more Final Space uh, here today, talking Chapter 5, the latest episode released online for the new TBS animated uh, sci-fi adult comedy uh series final space uh of course as always check it out if you have not but um we've been talking about final space every week here at the overly animated podcast find us at overlyanimated.com or search for final space overly animated on itunes where you can subscribe or on youtube subscribe there as well if you're listening on youtube to not miss any of our future final space episode recaps Um, we are getting into spoilers for chapter five and all previous episodes of final space. So make sure you check to these ones out. Uh, but let's get into our impressions of this episode. Mel, what did you think of chapter five?
1: Um,
2: a lot happened (laughs) (laughs) by the end of it. It was very plot heavy, like very action plot heavy. Um, which is an interesting contrast to the episode before, which was like all the exposition ever. Um, uh, I enjoyed it. I watched four and five in a row, so it's blurring together in my brain.
0: Four had like uh, kind of these epic dramatic moments. It's the uh, Quinn meeting Gary and their uh, dynamic, and now this is the G- Quinn oh, and wait, Gary's okay, trust. Oh, Okay, I'm stuff. there.
2: I got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I had to think for a second. So, yeah, there was a little bit of exposition in this, too. Um, I love that throwaway line, and my sister as, the, you know, the only people she trusts. That totally wasn't. That totally was smooth. Yeah, no, I, I I actually like this a lot for how how much happened in it. Um, that being said, I don't know how much I love the dynamic with Quinn and mm. and and yeah. the gang.
0: Yeah, that's definitely going to be the big thing to get into here. As with as with uh, chapter four as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but uh, uh, Ma- uh, Michelle, what did you think of this one?
3: Um. I thought this episode was solid. I I still liked episode four more because it felt more character heavy. And I liked that There weren't as many crazy plot things going on. We got to like slow down for a minute and like assess where we were at that point in the show. Um, But I'm glad like certain things are happening. Like at least we have more to care about with little Cotto finally. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> I still don't care about him that much, but at least, like, something happened, so now we can, like, have more emotions about him, because that was kind of a real cliffhanger. Um, I still love Kevin, even if he's, like, hooking up with the fridge now. <laughs> oh. <Even laughs> I couldn't yes. tell if that
2: was problematic or not.
3: <laughs> I don't know! And, <laughs> like, could. all the other robots were, like, in like, she's so hot. I just, like, didn't... <laughs> I don't know what to do with like, that. Television. But yeah, I I also have a lot of Quinn feelings. Um, but I mean, I don't, I I think this episode was totally fine. It wasn't, I don't think it like lived up to the hype of last episode, but that's okay. You know, it's hard to have really, have episodes that surprise you if they do it, like every episode Then you start to expect that they will. So I think it's fine that this was kind of going in a different place and this was like a very like you know we figured out like all this stuff that we assumed was going to happen the last podcast in terms of the, per- the um corruption with infinity guard so i like that that's like setting up like, like well what are they gonna do about it now um but it wasn't my favorite episode but it was by no means bad
1: yeah
0: okay uh good stuff alex what did you think
1: Okay, you guys are gonna need to talk me into liking this episode. I think this was clearly <laughs> the worst of the five we've seen mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. The, I would the, like the this Queen- episode to
2: change my mind.
1: Yes, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we're incorporating memes here, but no, for for real. Like, uh, I, we've already mentioned it, but the the Quinn Gary dynamic is such a heavy part of this episode. It's hard to judge that this episode without looking at how cringy it was to see the the their interactions going on at times and Gary just being totally oblivious. And I don't think the story parts of it were strong enough to lift that that other half of the episode up. So like like we said with the things with the Infinity Guard and stuff, it has been hinted at in, in previous episodes that I think enough where it works as foreshadowing, but I guess because of that it doesn't qu- quite have the same hit and it's even worse when Gary is like going through all this time just being very smug from the very beginning saying, oh, it's got to be this. It's got to be this. So it doesn't, feel as, re- right. it, it doesn't yeah. feel as rewarding when we see that it actually is that because then it just proves Gary right. And that's not mm-hmm. really fun, especially considering his behavior in this episode. There are scattered jokes here and there that keep it from being a terrible episode of television. But from what we've seen of the show so far, it's, uh, it's a bit of a disappointment. And it does. Uh, in In the previous episode, I was warming up to the Quinn Gary relationship after we had talked it out a little bit. But this just brings me right back to where I started with just no. This isn't the way I want this to go, and this is not handling it the way I like. I would like it to be.
3: Yeah, I agree with the Quinn thing, especially this episode. Really made me concerned.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll talk about it. We, with that. We spent a large portion of last week talking about Quinn, Gary. We'll do it again here, of course. <laughs> it's a um, big
3: part of the show. We might yeah, as well talk about it. A and like right.
1: this, this episode is, it's too heavily focused on that. Like it makes it the, the main cru- the, the main thing. It's revolving the the story around. So it's just, it's kind of hard to ignore when the show is trying to make it a big focus
0: yeah um oh uh i would i'd prefer I, we keep cringy out of our lexicon here um i think there's
1: but like be i literally face palmed at one point yeah, i mean nev- i think, think a, i think that's a i think that's
0: a personal reaction on your part i don't think it means that uh the, the, the thing itself but uh i mean i'm the, the emotion behind it i think is certainly valid so uh, i think this episode's all right uh i think that um i don't agree it's like the worst i think i'd probably have this over episode two i think it's fun um, but the big problem, as has been identified already, is that the big uh thematic uh kind of uh driving force behind the episode is uh this concept of Gary trying to get Quinn to trust him, and it doesn't really work uh ever in that so that like that's that's the big problem here also the plot stuff is expected also a lot of the the gags in the episode are don't land that well, kind of just the uh sci fi humor concepts happening. Uh, whether it be like that electric maze they go through, or, I enjoyed um, that. Yeah, there's, 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 uh, the funniest part of the episode was in that. Isn't I that liked scene, it the but...
2: second time too, when they had to go back. Yeah, that through. was I
0: liked them going back <laughs> through it. Um, uh, like the shrinking uh, avocado, shrinking the shrinking moth. You know, none of that's like uh, revelatory or anything. So. Yeah, what was a- 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 the point was, of
1: that? Yeah, it avocado was, was bad in this oh. episode. Oh no, like, come had, on, fight me, fight had me. No,
0: fight no me. jokes. Yeah. No, 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 no.
3: He doesn't get a lot to do. It just felt like something to do with them for the sake of doing
0: something did feels like a lot of sense behind the shrinking thing <laughs> he's, he's honestly perfect. yeah we'll talk about that um so uh, but it was still fun i thought i think i thought it was like fast paced and i am i am looking at the number one reason why this episode is not bad and is in fact good and it is my mooncake plush and uh, oh my mooncake, god and that is <laughs> i mean
1: i have him here too and I-, mm-hmm. I agree with you that moon mooncake's appearances as brief as they were were strong
0: this, the mooncake isn't the best thing about the episode and lifts it, elevates it. I was think there's some other funny moments, elevates and it. um, ele, yeah, he like uh levitates, so I think Ella <laughs> doesn't he <laughs> levitate
2: no, in every not... episode?
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying it's <laughs> like not- a mooncake fun. so uh, mooncake elevates the episode like oh, he did avocado oh. when he saves him. Yep, um, and uh, yeah, it was fine. You know, I, I like episode four. Like, if you missed our last week's podcast, I was in love with episode four. Like, I thought that was in absolutely incredible. This is a huge letdown coming off of that, but clearly it's, you know, it's the fifth episode of a show. It's not going to be consistently great. So, um, and also we're right before our, uh, rumored six to 10 show gets a lot better. So, uh, we might be <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's what we've heard. So, uh, things might, things might be looking up, but I, I'll try to convince you, Alex, that this was uh, not terrible, but, um, Let's uh let's get into things. Obviously the number one thing, most important thing in the episode to talk about is uh when Mooncake eats fireflies. And uh, I think that's the first thing we have well. to get into, right? No, JK. Okay, let's talk the Gary and Quinn dynamic. We'll come back It was back admittedly to... a cute moment. We'll come back to Mooncake eating fireflies. That was my favorite part of the episode. But um <laughs> the uh so Last week, uh, basically what happens is, or what is online release, I guess was two week or week. I don't know. I don't remember, but <laughs> we don't um, really ch- know. Ch- chapter four, we're recording this out of time. Chapter four was, uh, basically the, the dynamic they introduce is, uh, Quinn having none of Gary's shit is like basically the summary of that episode. And, uh, she, she, she like, uh, isn't mean about it, but is just, uh, bus- all business and uh is just dismissing him and he's continuing to uh you know to to try to make it a romance thing and she's just not having it um and we thought that was like mostly successful given you know clearly it gary and quinn started in a problematic place but um if you can isolate that episode is probably successful to a certain extent um this week uh it, it seems to be about gary trusting quinn and um I think we we all could start by kind of like trashing that concept but how about framing it with the last scene of the episode where I think the most successful part of of this dynamic is when we frame it in terms of Quinn trusting the whole team and that they're the all the good guys rather than just Gary I really like that last scene with um you know who who there's no good guys left we're the good guys um, and, uh, you just got, we just, you just got to trust us and we're a team. And I thought that was, uh, a great way to spin it. Um, even if earlier, even if all the previous attempts of Quinn trusting Gary didn't necessarily land, um, what do you think about that Mel?
2: Uh, I do, I like it. And, you know, I liked it at the end, <laughs> although I think a lot of the stuff in the midst of the episode was very much Gary centric. Like, yeah. when they'd bring up stuff where he, she was like, these are the three people I trust. Um, And after that, she's like, oh, the only person I can trust is me. And he's like, well, isn't there one more? Like, you know, it was very mm-hmm. Gary-specific, but at the end, it did end up being everybody, which was nice. But it's like, yeah, like the the crux of that bit in the episode was carried on. We want her to trust Gary specifically. And I guess it comes from, like, the way she was acting with him throughout the past two episodes, because she was fine with Avocado. Like, she was like... Yeah, he and I are going to go out and uh, scout things, and you're going to stay here and twiddle your thumbs. She she was like,
0: I'll trust the guy with all the guns. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. She was very specific to, like, it was just very specific to, to her dislike of Gary or her apathy towards Gary and trying to solve that as opposed to her reaction to everyone.
0: Yeah. Um, what's what's your take? We didn't get your take last week, Mel. What's your take on, uh, is is Gary Quinn doomed to always be problematic given that it started from such a terrible place of just Gary randomly going up to this girl she didn't know and like him going to jail and continuing to try to communicate with her? Like, is there no way for the show to do it and eventually have romance between them in a way that works?
2: Oh, there's ways to do it. It's just will they is my thing. It's like, when I, you know, it's like, yes, you can very much fix it and, and fix it. Quickly now, but, um, I just don't think they're going to because it's an easy dynamic. It's a cliche dynamic. You know, it's not a great dynamic, but it's one that like TV and sitcoms and all that stuff is very, like used to and comfortable yeah. with, yeah, definitely. And there's not much room to to wiggle out of it in the way that they have the show set up now, especially because if they were going to, it would have been in this episode, right? But no, they just like perpetuated. The same stuff, and eventually she's going to find it endearing, and yeah, so it's like
3: wearing her down, basically. Yeah,
2: but yeah, no, literally, that's it. Even if you, you know, saying it out loud, thinking that it's like, wow, that's not a way to, yeah, do that at all. But yeah, that's what it is. It's like, oh, we're just going to chip away at her until she gives in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess like the to be fair is that we don't end with Quinn liking Gary in this episode. I mean, we just kind of assume it's going to happen. With the show, like that seems to be what I mean, it's not just assume nightfall is evidence of that that this future Quinn character is evidence that uh, this will happen in some timeline. Um, So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's not but uh, at least in terms of of the yeah, this uh, Michelle, what was it too much with uh, the Gary and Quinn throughout the episode?
3: Uh, So. The thing that really kind of makes me uncomfortable is that. So so Quinn, especially this episode, um, she starts off like not like saying she's like, I don't trust any of you, I'm gonna do this on my own. And like Mel was saying, like when she realizes the corruption in Infinity she's like, Well, I can only trust myself, um, maybe the guy with the guns, but like, that's it. Um, And then, like, the whole sequence after, like, the the moon planet gets destroyed, and they're trying to escape, and, like, you know, they're, like, dangling from that precarious, like, Mm. broken elevator, and Gary's like, come on, trust me, and Quinn's like, I can't, and he's like, I think you can, and she's (laughs) immediately just like, okay. And, like, and then it's fine. And then, again, at the end, when Quinn's, like, she's just had this big mental adjustment. She's devoted her life to this cause that's corrupt. She feels really alone. And she's, like, how can I ever trust again? And then I called him. And then we're, like, "Well, oh, we're the good guys now. Like, she can trust us. And she's just, like, all right, then. It just, like, didn't add up to me that she would, like, just, like, make these, like, conclusions so quickly. Like, having so, pushing them away so far at the beginning to just be, like, okay, both times to the trust thing it it didn't feel realistic and the thing that really makes me uncomfortable gary is that because gary was right about everything it's it's the uh, this the show doesn't have to say it but it's basically implicitly kind of saying well if he's right about what's going on maybe he's right about a romantic relationship with quinn maybe you know she just like she needs to give him a chance and like he's proven that he can be right about other things why not about their relationship and that makes me really uncomfortable um and i feel like the show's kind of saying that and i don't think it like makes sense based off of what we've seen with gary and quinn up to this point that she would just go for that but like it seems like that's really what the show wants and i don't really like that this is the way that it's happening basically so that was my biggest like thing that i wasn't cool with for this particular episode i thought it was i like their dynamic i agree i like their dynamic in episode four a lot more but this just felt really kind of clunky and forced and not great and i agree with mel it could have been like they could have like give like Gary could have been wrong and admitted that and it would have been mature. And that would have been like a much more like understandable place for them to come from. But instead, no, he was right about everything. So he's probably right about the fact that you should date him. And I don't <laughs> like that. I don't think that's a good thing. So that's like, yeah, that's okay. where yeah. my beef is.
1: Um, yeah. If, if I, if I may add on to what Michelle said in the the final sequences, it definitely it, it the show doesn't feel like it's giving Quinn much of a choice in those situations, yeah, which- and that's my that's my issue with it really. That the, those fi- that first sequence with uh, Gary and uh, and the uh, broken elevator. Well, if Quinn says like no, she keeps saying no. Like, well, her option is just to fall, and so like there, your only option is to agree to be helped by Gary. And at the end, the only reason she's able to trust them is because she trusts nobody else, so there's not not really much, and that's their ship. So it doesn't feel like she has much of an option to say, okay, well, I'll go off on my own. I have to stay here, so I'm, I might as well trust you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, that part felt feels off to me, the fact that it doesn't feel like she has much agency in the matter. And uh, secondly, another thing that bothers me with the whole Gary Quinn dynamic, is just that uh, Gary's constant uh, de- His instant reaction to everything is to have pity on me like, oh, ow, that hurts. Oh, to my heart. Oh, why would you say such a thing? Like, uh, and it just feels like uh, that kind of a relationship where it's based on, oh, Mm. why are you being so mean to me all the time? Like, instead of taking the rejection, it's like, oh, uh, ouch, but you'll come around. Don't worry like that that's all very uncomfortable to me it's to the point i think he says like you're crazy my lady it's like it's oh my god when he said my lady i wanted to like shoot myself <laughs> wait when face. did he say i must have missed that when
2: did he say my lady <laughs> he 100% said it uh, towards the end of the episode
1: no no it was in the middle when uh, when quinn is saying no you're not coming with us stay on the ship uh, i can only trust myself and then gary says you're crazy my lady um, yeah, so oh, I didn't, like, I didn't catch that on most. either view. It, it was a very mansplaining kind of feature. That's the there. worst
2: yeah. say yeah. to anyone ever.
1: Yeah, so it's just uh, Gary in this entire episode is just it, it's he's laying out a very very weak foundation for a relationship, and somehow by the end. By the end, he gives the whole captain speech of oh, trust, healthy people need more of that, not less. As if he was like a Star Trek captain or something. To the point where it like gave well, that's me what he's vibes to like, be. yeah. I know, yes, but like it gives me vibes of the USS Callister yeah. almost. Yeah, that's where I thought you were going like that. Yeah. Um Alex, Bla- yeah, the Black you up a, episode.
3: another good point because like he also he he's not really taking Quinn's feelings into account. Like he kind of gets like when 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 he like brings her over to try to help fix the the laser thing he's like okay like i know you're feeling all these things and i acknowledge that but like now it's not a good time let's let's like put a pin in that for later but then when they're back on the ship and she's like you were right about everything and she she's just kind of crushed at the realization of like everything that's going down with infinity guard and his response is just like yeah i know it's a blessing but also
1: a curse, and he goes like he, back to his main thing. Like, oh, yeah, that means you have to trust us, right?
3: Exactly, <laughs> and it's just very uncomfortable. And he's not—he's not really trying to like see it from her side. And it's just very—he—he ha- he hasn't grown enough. And I feel like. He's so flawed, the only way that realistically Quinn would go for him is if he grows a lot and matures as a character. And he's not really doing that at all. And it just kind of sucks that Quinn is the one who has to come around.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the blessing and curse line sucked. Um, yeah, uh, not, it, it wasn't that funny, but it's not, that's not the reason it sucked. It was from, uh, it, yeah, it, it encourages the types of readings of the exactly. dynamic that you guys are having. Really shouldn't have had that in the episode. Um, yeah, I have a lot to respond to from that great, great <laughs> discussion here, but, um, I'm very impressed with Alex's second point about the, uh, like Gary trying to get Quinn to pity him. That's some great feminist discourse there, actually. I think that, I think discourse. that that's, that think that that's very good. Um, yeah, that's like the nice guy dynamic of, uh, tra- yeah. it, it relates to what we're, uh, I think Bella and Michelle were saying before, trying to wear her down. Um, it's like trying to, that's the way you're trying to get a girl to like you. That's, uh, n- yeah, it's a common thing in the real world. Not, not great. Um, I'm going to take some objection to something Michelle said like five minutes ago now because, uh, it's like Gary's right about the plot stuff that was happening. Therefore, uh, we should believe that a romantic relationship would be right. I don't think that the, I, I definitely, um, understand having that reading of the episode. Um, like I think that, and I would argue that the episode doesn't do enough to discourage that reading. I don't think that's what the episode wants. I think the episode, I think the show does continue to discredit Gary in relation to Quinn on every level at almost every moment. Uh Gary is the fool. Like uh, we he's he, we see how stupid he is with Quinn. Like we see that he has no credibility with regards to her. So um, I don't think it's necessarily fair to say uh, that the show is uh, wants you to take that away. But I definitely understand why you would think that. And, I, you know, it's the problems of the episode that would lead to that conclusion. Um, I
3: mean, I think the reason I feel that way is because the the episode, like, yeah, it shows him like being dumb sometimes, but like when it counts, he he does enough to prove that he he like has enough shit together that he like warrants you know making judgment calls sometimes, and 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 just like you know her br- blanketly just being like, oh, I, I can't do this. Yes, you can. Oh, Okay, Oh, I can't trust anyone. Oh, sure, you can. Oh, all right. It's just it feels kind of imbalanced, and and I feel like it's it could still be something that like is very implicitly being just like coming out of the episode, but not anything they're intentionally doing. But like that is like a reading I still get based on the dynamics from this episode and before. Yeah, and I, I also I, I also point. get
0: I also had get the reading from it like and I and I, I it's hard not to think that with the nightfall stuff and like the fact that the show seems to be hinting that they're going to be together in the future. Um, I, I guess I would, it, it's flimsy, but I guess you separate Gary being right about plot from anything regarding Quinn romantically. Cause I do feel like, uh, especially last episode, like we continually discredit Gary anyway. Um,
3: I think it's something that it'll be easier to talk about once we have at least a full season to see like how it all pans out. Like if right. this, if this is just like a, a particularly like not great episode in that department, that's one thing. But if it carries over. Yeah, it'll add more to the case. So it'll just it'll depend on how it shakes out.
0: Yeah. And something we've been saying all along, all of this is just depending on how they're going to where that is how they're ending it this season, Mm -hmm. because I really do think this is leading to a giant subversion. Um, and, uh, like that's, that's something that should keep you going. I feel like is, uh, it's like Nightfall is from a different timeline where Gary and Quint get together, but they both, um, understand and Gary like learns his lesson. It's like, oh no, this isn't right. And he, you know, like uh, that type of thing, like they don't end up together in the, in, in whatever final space, uh, version of their world we're going towards. Um, you know, it's still not great to have individual episodes if we're leading there, but at least it's, uh, like a larger thing. Um, I guess let me try to, since we've been very negative about this, uh, Quinn and Gary in this episode, let me try to give a perspective that I'm not sure if the episode's going for, uh, which I think is less problematic and a more interesting way to view these scenes, this this trust thing. And you guys tell me whether you buy it or not. Um, so th- this reading would be, it's not about Gary at all. This, is, this episode's from Quinn's perspective. This episode isn't about Gary trusting Quinn. It's about Quinn... Losing her trust in the people that um, she uh, holds in high regard, and about starting to the building blocks of starting to gain her trust back in the world. Um, It's about the world, uh, Quinn's world viewpoint being betrayed. Her Infinity Guard—it's her—it's her her life um, that's taken away from her, and um, now her friends are trying to help her um, start on the road back towards uh, being able to trust anyone again. And I think, I think that this is a lot more palatable of a, of a plot line if you just kind of remove Gary from it and just, and just have, make it a very Quinn perspective.
1: It would be nice to remove Gary from it. The problem <laughs> he's is he's in there. more than 50% of the episode. Yeah. And also the problem with that interpretation is that we have barely any backstory on Quinn. So it's hard for us mm-hmm. to really get a connection to Quinn, like Quinn having had trust in these people and it's slowly falling away as she's seeing all these things. Because we only saw one, one scene of her on Earth where she is fighting with a board of directors. And that, that's our entire experience with her and the Infinity Guard. So it, it, while that would be a nice interpretation, the show hasn't done nearly enough for, uh, to give us enough perspective to really buy that. Uh, buying it at all, Michelle?
3: Uh, no, I totally agree with Alex. And like, even if Gary wasn't there, like um, Alex still a point of like, she kind of doesn't have a choice. She's still sort of trapped there. She can't go back to Infinity Guard. These guys are all she has left anyway. Um, So even if Gary wasn't in the equation, she still doesn't have, like, an equal choice to make, you know? It's kind of stacked in one direction. And she takes it, and it makes sense why she does, but it kind of, it does, it's not a fully, I don't think she has, like, 100% agency.
0: Anyway. um, Yeah, definitely that. Uh, Mel, do you think the episode's maybe intending this Quinn perspective interpretation?
2: I think that was the idea when they wrote it was that this was like a Quinn-centric episode. I mean, that being said, there was a crap ton of Gary in it if it was supposed to be. And you know, whatever. I get it. He's the main character. Um, So we kind of, no matter what, we'll see things through his eyes. So I think it's the closest they get. It was kind of like the avocado episode with his son, I guess. Um, although I feel like that was more balanced ratio of avocado to, to Gary, as opposed to this one. Um, but I do very much see that. Like, I think this was about Quinn basically, you know, learning what she learned and ending up where she ended up. I don't really take issue at the end with her not having agency because I, you know, that's a common thing where it's like, basically you just have to strip everything away. So she has like, that's the only way she was going to stick around and do this was if she had no choice. Um, so that's like, you know, just a story thing that I'm fine with. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think the intention was that this was a Quinn episode. I just think it needed less scary.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I just always think it's, it's useful, productive, fair to just kind of try to figure out where the people making it are coming from, you know? Oh, um, well, like, of cl- course. Yeah. Like, clearly it didn't come together that well. I don't, you know, I don't think that, I think these, uh, I, I think that was maybe the intent of the episode. I didn't, personally, I didn't get that on first viewing or second viewing. I kind of just thought of it as we were talking about it. Um, I think, I think it helps explain a lot of stuff more. Um, I, I really think if you remove this Gary being right stuff, then, uh, we're, we're, all of it's kind of more tolerable <laughs> that, that happened in this episode. That was, and i know that wasn't even that big of a of a thing in the episodes that's unfortunate that it, it kind of uh, colored our perspective so much on on this stuff um but anyway let's talk uh and and of course s- still interested in seeing where it goes um and a lot's going to depend on what's to come in the show in the second half of of the season um le- there's a lot of other stuff in the episode though so let's talk some other things that happen the main big plot things that get revealed are uh, that's uh, i I guess the, the un, most unexpected thing, I don't remember if we speculated this in chapter four, is that uh, the Lord Commander is, uh, in, has taken over the Infinity Guard. and is, uh, I believe
1: John it. mentioned it as some yeah. kind of conspiracy that was going to go on. And it, okay. it made sense at the time.
0: Yeah. I feel like everything that gets revealed in that scene when they discover the laser seems um, expected. And that, yeah. that, doesn't, that doesn't help yeah. the episode, that there's nothing huge, huge plot-wise happening. It's like, okay, yeah, we kind of got this from the last episode.
1: The, the weird thing to me is that we're still treating Final Space very vague to the point that even the Infinity Guard doesn't really know. Like when, when Commander Stone gives that explanation, he's almost talking as if he's like one of those crazy people that the Joker manipulated and the Dark Knight. Like it's going to fill the universe with light and <laughs> death. But like, what does that mean? Right. So like, yeah. the, the the episode doesn't give me enough of a reason yet as to why Infinity Guard is even going along with Listen, this. The
2: dubious scientificness, yeah, of some <laughs> of this stuff is is just. And I get it; it's whatever. But it's like it's, oh, I yeah, find finals, it irritating.
0: So Final Space is intended to be this big mystery that'll be addressed in the finale, presumably um in terms of the why is the infinity guard going on with lord commander yeah i agree that i was not sold by uh the superior stone speech i think that speech was a uh intended to be a uh parody of that type of typical speech i thought it was decently funny in that regard um it's also but it's interesting that was like an interesting moment in terms of uh the comedy versus uh in drama of this show it's like that that speech maybe should have justified a lot of the plot stuff happening dramatically but it was uh it was actually used as just kind of this comedy piece. So I don't know. Um, at least that's oh, how okay. I interpret it. I
1: don't know if it was meant for comedy, honestly.
0: I feel like that's supposed to be a parody to a certain extent. You know, he's like, uh, and then he was like a third, thirdly. Yeah, that, 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 that part that. was a joke. Yeah, but yeah, he, he seems to say like, uh, it'll destroy everyone. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sold on the Infinity Guard. But at least that was like an interesting thing that ties a lot of narrative threads we have going together. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, this, this, this planet they're on is, um, it's like fi- they're like uh firing a laser that's feeding the black hole that's uh causing this rift and they're trying to use this rift to get into uh, that's
2: another thing place. is i could not figure out what they were doing because i was like okay they're shooting this like what and then i was like okay yeah. she said she thought it was a black hole but now it maybe isn't a black hole it certainly didn't look
0: like a black hole yeah i mean we're, whatever they're tearing a thing in space the laser's making oh. the tear happening you know
1: what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's all we're supposed to understand
0: yeah, yeah. This yeah. sounds
2: like the his whole Final Space spiel and what they're doing. Um, sounds like a paper I wrote in college on Kant and his uh, <laughs> his philosophy of transcendentalism. I'm just saying.
0: Ooh, transcendentaling into Final Space. Basically, it says
2: that language is the border between like human perception and everything that actually exists out in the universe, and we can't perceive anything that we have not already perceived
0: yeah this is too deep for right now but yeah so I remember like, invent, no,
3: I color. Like, invent
2: a new color right now based on nothing you've ever seen before you can't do it
0: yeah, because hey, that could, that could, yeah this
1: could relate to what final space is you know it's something yeah, we can't perceive or
2: anything. Was, yeah, you know,
1: well, my dumbiness interpreted it as we want to get to the other side of the hole
2: yes transcendentalism
1: <laughs> yeah oh really yeah. that's what it, what it is okay no, i mean i, I mean yeah <laughs> we'll see i think there's
0: there's some really cool things to come with with fun i don't i don't know anything but i think i i you know we're setting this up it's the title of the show it's this big mystery all season it's got to be pretty cool the the resolution um but uh yeah what do we think of any of the plot stuff that happened i thought it was it was fine basically right
1: yeah. enough. I, I want to say that the 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 moment where like the hologram of Lord Commander shows up is, is kind of cool and, and like funny at the same time. Like you also have the whole gag of oh how do I turn this off? Yeah, like it, it's a, it's an interesting enough reveal. It's kind of marred by Gary saying, "Ha, huh, I was right. Oh, what a twist!" Right? Like Gary can't shut up in that moment, but the, the actual thing of seeing Lord Commander's hologram show up in that giant size over the infinity guard and the infinity guard, like saluting him wholeheartedly like that part is was interesting enough.
0: Yeah. Um, gary can't shut up in this in the scene a summary of final space yeah um the show <laughs> sometimes
1: where, it works but this episode yeah, well, it yeah. didn't
0: yeah um yeah yeah i feel like the the funny part of that is when he's like a uh, good i'm hearing good things jeff good job jeff
3: oh um, right yeah he's like Wah-hoo.
0: yeah <laughs> and then later's like how does how does jeff do it yeah uh, that that was reminded me of avazar actually with the uh Always random guard talk, anonymous guards talking and being funny is, uh, reminds me of Avatar and Korra. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think Lord Commander continues to be a great presence for adding substance and, uh, weight to these dramatic scenes because he is, he is really, uh, a threatening force in, in every scene. He is again with Little Kato, um, when it turns out it's a trap and, uh, Lord wow. Commander wanted him to send it and he was the hologram leading him. Yeah. Uh, we don't need uh, briefly on little Cato while we're here. Uh, I don't know why we're spacing this out through every episode. Um, because they like don't it's...
1: have material for him. That, that's the reason why. <laughs> can't it out. But, like little Cato, every time he shows up, I'm like, well, can, can we get to the next segment? I'm just kind of like spending time here. <laughs> there, yeah, there's, I... no, there's not really jokes with him. I don't really care much about his story because all we're, we're doing is waiting for avocado to show up. So in the end, I just, I don't really see much of the purpose other than building up something in future episodes, but it's not entertaining in the moment.
0: Yeah, I just, I just really wish it was, it's the the scenes themselves are fine. They're just nothing, they're nothing particularly interesting. I really wish they were just a B plot in one episode, as opposed to a C plot in like three episodes. Um, I think it's, it it really takes the wind out of the sails in, uh, in terms of things happening we care about. And then, oh, it's little Kato doing the same thing he's doing two episodes ago, you know, whatever. Yeah. um but yeah. yeah it was a trap anyone who called that i don't remember if we called that or not
3: we but... didn't we didn't call that i think
1: i uh, said i, I said it at the end of that
3: like oh that'd be a
0: trap
1: yeah i said oh do you think the lord commander is just kind of doing this as a trick or something i, I mentioned that yeah, like, i mean we're spitballing a
0: lot of things but yeah there yeah. you go so um good job alex maybe maybe that'll be what triggers our six to ten arc is uh them coming for a little kato yeah uh, um here's some some uh, i have two really funny moments from the episode tell me whether you agree or disagree one is the we've referenced this line a few times already i actually loved this line which is um quinn when they arrive at the planet quinn only trusts three people (laughs) uh her dog her sister and every single member of the infinity guard um, I think that last part is so good. Like uh, we are just completely making fun of uh, Quinn's blind tr- trust in the Infinity Guard, completely lampshading it. Uh, only three people,
1: uh, every single member of the Infinity Guard. I, I almost want to say Gary's response of "the dog the isn't dog. even a person." Yeah, <laughs> that part's even funnier. honestly. this, no, no, I like that. that that's good.
0: I- every single member, I love it. It's such a parody of Quinn's character too, because she's this this serious force. Uh, the other thing. And I can't believe we have, we've had we gone this long without oh, okay, mentioning it. Let, let, me, let me guess. Let me guess.
1: Uh, in the, the final sequence where the elevator is breaking down, why would they connect the nerve endings to my robot hand? No, I, don't, I didn't like that that much. No. Oh, I, liked I
2: liked that one. That was my my one. I
3: thought,
2: was, like, my, my I thought the cut was it, uh, funny. He's yeah. like, oh, there's only
3: one thing left
1: yeah. to do. And then yeah. it's like, ah,
3: oh, It's just screaming. And the white yeah, shot them just sliding down with the scream. It was so good to me.
1: Yeah, that, yeah that's, it, that was my favorite moment
0: of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I loved the, the smash cut, to it. That was that was good. Um, Tough Titty Wampus. Oh, come on, guys. What? Tough Titty no. Wampus. Oh,
3: yeah, I that dude. That. Oh,
2: I didn't.
0: I think that was funny. I forgot about that, dude. <laughs> no, it was so funny. That's, oh did you say God. Tough Titty Wampus? Is that a they rat? Not, why are they
3: talking about it? Did they, <laughs> Have like thirty seconds short in the episode, and they had to put something in there. No,
1: done. it was very funny. That's why they put it in there. That's it was an okay joke. I, yeah, that, I, I do like
0: him saying like I, a big rat could say that. Yeah, that was that was my biggest laugh of that episode. Should I mean, have just left it
2: at a tough titty wampus and then like cut away.
0: No, oh, they had to they had to dissect it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was uh what what else? Well, wait, let's talk the mooncake moments that happened in the episode. Um, yes. because number one. Uh, chocolate, and then he eats fireflies. He kills them. He eats them. How have he killed them? Uh, They they seem to be alive. They seem to be alive within him. I don't think he has a digestive tract or anything. So,
1: do you think when he shot the laser, did he shoot out the fireflies?
0: No,
3: they definitely wouldn't have. That's what powers
2: the laser. Is the fireflies? It's
0: fireflies. That's it. Yeah. Uh, my interpretation of Mooncake's behavior here, because I don't think he's acting with malice against the Fireflies. I don't hey, think he wants hey, to kill we're gonna them. We're
1: going to analyze this? Yes.
0: Uh, excuse me. I'm in the middle of a serious analysis, Alex, <laughs> excuse me for a second, because this is the most important part of the episode. I don't think he's acting with malice towards the fireflies. He's not trying to kill them. I also don't think he's trying to eat them because I don't think Mooncake eats things. I think he's fascinated with the glowiness of them and is like, ooh, it's like a cat with a laser pointer, basically. I and could I think
2: have he's told like, you that. Also, why a cow with a laser pointer? Why yeah. Cat dude. with a
0: laser. Cat with the laser Oh, I was like, why you
2: a said, cow? You
3: said cow.
2: Cat. I was, yeah.
0: yeah. Not enunciating enough. Yeah. Um, is, Mel, is Mooncake just a cat?
2: Um, he, no, I mean, he's, he's, no, he's not quite cat. He's, he's, I don't want what to say an, he's too nice to be a cat good? because I love cats. My cat is awesome.
0: Yeah. He's very friendly. I don't know. But if he's, he uh, is
2: very personable and cats usually are not.
1: Is he a floating puppy?
3: He's smarter than a puppy. He's like aware. <laughs> he, he has like self-consciousness about his, his destruction. That's like way more aware than a dog or a cat.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. The other mooncake moments. Yeah, uh, uh, Gary's uh, like telling Kevin off. He's like, "Come on, mooncake." And Mooncake goes, uh, wow, "Wow!" Like, yeah, it was great. He's like, "Yeah." When 60- he gets
3: excited when they leave the ship on the yeah. planet, I was like, "Oh wow!" I don't know why he's so excited. Like, good for him.
0: He got chosen over Kevin. <laughs> that's oh, success. that's why he's excited. <laughs> um, mooncake shoots the laser. Yeah, for Kevin. Um, that was a big <laughs> moment for him and uh what else i i uh,
1: i, I want to say that mooncake in the first like 5 minutes of the episode is really strong first while oh, there's um another one. Uh, um, what's his name? Gary is breaking up with uh, Quinn. He's like, oh, did you just break up with me? We haven't mentioned that. It was also terrible. But while that's yeah. happening, M- Mooncake is like putting on a sad face and it's like yeah. his frown is getting larger as the conversation is going. <laughs> I didn't notice so,
2: that. I'll have to go and, back. Yeah, and I, the other I'll, best
0: moment is when he's smiling as the ship is exactly. spinning around him. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, that was actually yeah. really cute.
0: That was a really yeah. good visual joke. That. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's It's great. <laughs> Uh, Mooncake relishes in the chaos.
1: That's that's my interpretation. He's um, like BB-8 in that he can keep his you know his balance while everything around him is going crazy. He's like BB-8. Hmm. Okay. I like um, birds, with
3: their heads they can keep them stable even if you move them around.
2: So
0: or at least an
3: can. I mean, he's a lot of things.
0: He's a lot Jeez, of things. Yeah. Dash
2: cam. What? I thought you said you compared him to a dash
0: cam in terms of his movement, so I was very confused. Yeah, it's not <laughs> no, clear what compare it compared to. Bird, yeah. Um, bobblehead? That was something else, though. Oh, so.
3: bobblehead. Mm. That was funny. I
0: like that. I honestly like that bit with the shrinking and the getting bigger. Yeah, so what do we think of um, of uh, Avocado? He's, he's yet shrunk, he's, he's the bobblehead, he's um, little, he's tiny, but he has wisdom, he's shooting, and the gun doesn't do anything. Um... Do we like it?
3: Well, I did. It like pew, pew. The yeah. pew, pew was funny with the little yeah. gun. I thought it was I mean, fine.
0: I think I think avocado is always pleasant. So there's no there's no strong material with him when he was small. But uh, I, I, I think this I just think that's a strong character. So I think um. it kind of worked.
1: Uh, also with avocado can we mention that he, they do the whole like oh show sure, her you can lead and uh, d- give her this look and can we say that the show has already overused the smoldering yeah, overused, look gag yeah.
3: oh yeah. Yes. why is he shipping gary and quinn no i oh, see i just like, dude why are you giving him advice I, <laughs> I, I
0: don't think avocado meant it romantically i think he's just oh like, really um, just yeah, like completely of- yeah, just, just him. get her to trust you. I don't think avocado's oh. all business. He's not, he doesn't so, have time for the shipping. But the nonsense,
3: smolders yeah. feels like a thing you do to attract someone. Yeah, right. That, that's why for felt rom- it
1: felt off. You say it's not for romantic, but he literally has a line that says, don't let go till you kiss her soul with your eyelashes. How else yeah, is, what the hell is was that? that? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't, it's, uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't, I genuinely don't think that line was meant to be romantic. Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. Kissing the soul, not the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, um, with your
1: eyes so you your friend's
3: souls intimate. with your mouth, Dylan.
0: Isn't that how we interact with each other on a day-to-day basis? We kiss souls.
1: No, we like hug souls. We we get we get in <laughs> contact with souls. souls, but kissing souls is a bit is more intimate. Maybe even more intimate than kissing on the lips. I, re- I really know, don't think no, no, avocado. kisses. No, 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 no,
2: no. Traditionally, so that's where that's where kissing comes from because it was this this concept that you would pa- like you would. Shh, this sounds gross explaining this way, but basically you would. Share souls through your mouth, so that's what that that's what that is. That's where that came from. So yeah, that sounds we can Just vague, assume but... that avocado is you know he's into soul kissing. He's, yeah, he's soul, into this deep. this deep um you know antiquity of.
0: Yeah, I mean Ro- Gary, call, Gary calls
1: him Socrates right in this episode. So. Yeah. yeah. Also, is, yeah, is that a thing Socrates. that was meant was from the, from the beginning of the show? Or are we just he doing did. that wisdom joke just for this episode? Because it feels just out of the place.
3: Episode, it's because he's small. <laughs> I don't know why it happened, but somehow. Yeah, but he got like, small, it, all he starts being wise.
1: No, but even before he's small, he's giving this advice and all, that. and I feel like he hasn't really uh, given advice in m- most of these earlier. Uh, yeah, episodes I think it was supposed so. to be somewhat of a recurring
0: gag. Yeah, and throughout that through through this episode. Um. Yeah. Th- uh, avocado just rubbed me the wrong way in this episode. I, I, Lay I, off, of, once again, attacking Avocado, Alex.
3: Jeez. It's, it's a, they, okay to give him criticisms for they, things that didn't work They can't find
1: no. things to do with him. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's a, he's a
3: perfect, serious, grumpy cat. Okay? Oh, make him small. That's enough, right? I love don't, insult, the,
0: don't insult the precious cat, okay? Come on. like He's just he's just chilling. He's uh, If yeah, he's no, just I,
1: chilling, he can go stay on the ship with Kevin.
0: Well, let's uh, talk Kevin. That's a good Yeah, Kevin is because... the best.
3: Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yes, yeah, everyone come to the Kevin ship!
0: He was <laughs> So yeah, he was good awful. on here. So, we have so uh, much fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kevin's fixing the ship. Uh, he's told not to touch stuff. And then we have this montage of him goofing off. Um, and
1: Hitting uh, on the fridge. You're
0: yeah, you're hitting on the fridge. Meat,
1: so Yay, I'm so burning cool. things. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah I'm burning things. It was, I love the Kevin montage so much.
0: Yeah, Michelle, you're the Kevin expert. Um, mm-hmm. How, how, was this a good Kevin episode?
3: This was a great Kevin episode. He deserves it after risking his life for everyone <laughs> in the last episode. He deserves like to have some fun time. You know, I was I was anticipating you know questions about if you know the Kevin Gary ship is sunk with the new Beth introduction. I will yes. say, I, I I've been praying for this discourse, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm say, no, it's not <laughs> because. Kevin, so Kevin's a little complicated, like, he emulates Gary, but he also, like, kind of loves Gary a lot, but when Gary's not there, I think Kevin still, like, kind of wants to be Gary, that's why he, like, you know, was hanging out in his room, and, like, trying to eat pizza, and, like, making out with, like, a female fridge, because he's like, well, Kevin loves Quinn, and Quinn's elite, maybe I should try that, but if you'll know notice the second Gary got back he was glommed onto him for all eternity like Beth is okay when like he doesn't have anyone else but when Gary's around that is who Kevin will go to
0: no what,
1: question. What the so fuck it, are you talking? Well, Michelle,
0: yeah, what the I, fuck are you talking? Yeah, Where, is, where, is, where, is, where are we?
1: What is, hey, hey, hey! Let lay off. Let's say that the, the the moment at the end of the episode where Kevin hugs Gary and goes, "You've lost me." That was the most tender great. moment in all yeah, the entire show.
3: Exactly. So the ship is not sunk. To it's completely
1: to, incomprehensible that last minute.
0: I yeah, think. I don't know. I I tried to follow, but
1: I, I uh, can not Okay, well, we well, can, oh, let's simplify. Kevin sees Gary. As a yeah. as a womanizer, Kevin, yeah. as a result, is also womanizing.
3: Exactly, but it doesn't take you mean away. Exactly?
0: That was it's your so point, scary. <laughs>
3: Yes, that was exactly my point.
0: I didn't get like, that at all. <laughs> Okay, How, I'm, I'm glad you, you were prepared, this Michelle. Perfect uh, logic here.
1: Michelle came in I, I with a minute I speech did, ready. Um, I
3: did not articulate this very
0: well.
1: Though. No, you you did it right. It's just these people are blinded by their anti shipping of robots. That's all. all right. oh, Look, I'm I was I'm, just, doing
0: I'm doing just very invested in Kevin and Beth. Okay, that's that's the real ship happening.
2: Yeah, like, we couldn't you that know was Beth like paper. a problematic <laughs> thing that was happening. Yeah,
3: he's like opening her her like um door up it's like hey guys want to see this and it's like digging around in there i don't know what to do with that like, I mean, obviously it's, it's a to...
0: fucking fridge right so yeah they're making fun of it yeah uh, it
3: was like kind of funny but also kind of like whoa well, okay, Kevin! like calm down
0: a little when did you meet beth
1: well <laughs> that's, maybe that's the also fridge just has my... been there since the very beginning maybe there was... it, it was in her... episode they're... one yeah the
0: fridge was there from but um that's my whole reaction to finals. Basically, is this is this problematic. I don't, I don't really yeah, know, yeah. especially the fridge. Especially the fridge. <laughs> yeah, the robots uh, and then are gonna fight to the death over Beth. That's oh, that really good. Get... That,
3: I I kind of like the like she's really hot line because it was just so <laughs> deadpan robots. Oh, you had
2: the fucking robot.
3: I know. Really I like that they're hot. all lusting after Beth.
0: Yeah, I think I think the robots are just very fun in general. But yeah. um, that that was a yeah absurd plot line um which helped Uh,
1: i i I want to say yeah um, i mean that's that's, that's why there's
0: good there's good stuff in this episode that's what i'm saying
1: yeah yeah um let me just throw this is it possible that we could have eliminated the entire walking through the weird forest thing and just added a, a, a a third or fourth plot would that have helped you trying I feel to of like the helped. show to
0: have more deep plots and stuff but Honestly, yes. Um, I, I think yeah, the fast I, I, pace I,
1: would it helps the show. And the, like the, this was too focused almost.
0: The zany uh, planet stuff um yeah, I don't think it worked that well with the the moth and the yeah, everything
3: Yeah. You
0: know? It was fine. It, it was fine. Um but yeah, the, we we mentioned the this stuff from the beginning of the episode Alex did. Um so yeah, Quinn, the Gary Quinn in the beginning um ne- Quinn says it's never going to happen between us ever and then we have this gag of Gary being like uh and then Quinn's like, "Did you just break up with me?" Um but it she just says it once and it was kind of like a joke. I don't know. I th- I thought that was the strongest part of their dynamic was the beginning of the episode when Gary's being ridiculous and Quinn's like, uh, "Never going to happen between us ever."
1: I think that did you just break up with me was the facepalm moment I had a little
2: bit hysterical to be honest. I was like, did you just break up with me? Like, I don't know. I found
1: mm. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was funny uh, I, I because it was just cliche and just it was cliche. Like, uh, I thought it was
0: it was just one moment. Like, they didn't overdo it. It was like, it was yeah, one, no. And then, I, then she was business afterwards. You know, yeah,
2: like yeah. they didn't harp on it. She was like, did you just break up with me? And then like, move, you know.
0: Yeah, Quinn's Quinn's able to look at this from a very uh, objective pers- perspective. <laughs> She's like, you're you just being very ridiculous here. And then, oh, everyone's favorite, Tribor, was here for a hot second. <sighs> I'm
3: um, so glad it was the hot second and not two hot <laughs> seconds, because that would have been a hot second. I me. like him. <laughs> oh, okay. Tell me why, please. Because I just I- think he's funny. And I
2: like the way that like a couple of his eyes blink slightly <laughs> later than the rest <laughs> of the eyes. <laughs> Like I I find enjoyment in him because he entertains me and I'm I'm just I'm very easily amused with physical comedy in that regard. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah I, I think that's fair. I, I like but, that there they're different kind of humor humors working in this show. So like yeah, I, I guess I can I can think of him as I mean maybe, I you know, he's what I'm not gonna like defend him,
2: <laughs> you know, with my, you know, he's laugh.
1: All, he's laugh always listening. Thing. That's what uh, exciting, but
2: i find him
1: enjoyable yeah. I, think I think someone said helps. on on a previous podcast that tribor is basically quinn's yes, version that, of I Kevin. Said that and i and still feel that way yeah bit. it's pretty much that because he's just obsessive uh, helper of main character <laughs>
0: I'm mm. very on board for this upcoming Tribor arc because we've been promised it. And, I wish uh, I didn't know
3: about it. I'd rather just have it be a surprise.
0: You'd rather just be on that journey without any of that interspin. Yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it might take away from it now that we know it, yeah. Um. Other random things, Uh. Mooncake moment we didn't mention, Avocado riding on Mooncake when he's tiny. Oh, yeah.
2: it was cute. That was yeah.
0: cute. <laughs> We had this. uh, We talked a lot about the the climactic, like the the grab on and then stuff, but we don't mention the slow motion falling onto the uh, Galaxy One. Gary's narrating it. Freeze
1: frame. So you wonder how I got here. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't. I I don't know. I didn't. I thought it was pleasant, but not overtly funny. I don't know. It was
1: fine. Although I think the best part is that, like, while he's talking, he's like, "Oh wait, look, the Galaxy One." Yeah. That was was actually (laughs) really funny. (laughs) Yeah, that was the funny part of it. I wonder if this was uh how
0: uh, what how this happened in the process, you know. Um but uh, yeah, is it like, written by that is it improv? Is it um on top of animation? I, I assume it's just it's just written, but uh yeah, that was uh there's a lot happening in that in in the in this this climax stuff as mentioned before.
1: Yeah, I think the climax is actually fairly strong, considering, like, all the stuff that's going on and what they're attempting to do, like, it it works on, I guess, a superficial level of, like, uh, trying to escape and you have the dramatic moment of them going down the elevator, hanging on by a thread. So, like, it all works in theory. Yeah,
0: it's, it, it, yeah, it's, it's not that well connected or nothing lands that well, but it was, it was all pretty good. Um, something, one plot thing we didn't mention is that, uh, Superior Stone says that, uh, they were able to start the, the tearing in the hole because of, uh, Quinn's, uh, scribbles on the napkin that he did, that she did in that, uh, flashback that we saw, uh, in episode one. So yeah, Quinn briefly
1: grappled with it with,
0: it's all my fault, but then, uh, moved past that pretty, pretty quick.
1: Does this affect at all our time travel theories? Because you would think if Quinn knows that that's what's causing the, the whole journey to final space, if she has the power of time travel, would she, would she have the power to just go back to that moment and perhaps get rid of the formula?
0: Right. That does yeah, seem like question. they're they're pinpointing a specific moment to prevent all of this. Yeah, that's
1: right. true. But uh, at the same time, we have brought up the whole, maybe time travel isn't controllable in this universe. If you go back, you can't say when in time you're going back. So like, that could be a a way around it. But I do think that if we're going by the traditional sense of time travel, like pinpointing a time you can go back, this kind of pokes a hole in the theory, especially if we're connecting it to nightfall.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We don't know anything. So, uh, it's, it's, uh, can't, can't speculate too much there. Uh, last thing is this final scene, which we've talked about already. Quinn tears off the Infinity Guard insignia. Um, and then, uh, they, uh, Gary and, uh, says, uh, we're the good, guys? Quinn's like, who's, the, where, who are the good guys left? We're the good guys. And Mooncake's like, chocolate. And, uh, that was a great Mooncake. Um, cause he's like smiling chocolate. and it's great. Um, and he's like, the trust begins right here. We're the good guys now, us. And then Kevin's also there. <laughs> So <laughs> it's
3: also there. Yeah. yeah. He busts in the scene. Kevin's yeah, I, I, he's hugging Gary the whole time.
0: Uh, I think, I think,
2: uh, I think it's an important uh, part of your, your monologue earlier. Uh huh. Was or, it? Okay. I wouldn't
0: remember at all. Yeah. I didn't really follow. So I don't, I'm not sure. I recall um, that part. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you say so, but uh, yeah, I think, I just think, I think it's a strong way to, it's like at least the episode, I think that might be the strongest scene of the episode. And it's like, it ties it all together in a, in a, in a way that frames it in a good light. Um, that's why I think the episode maybe is uh works more than not. Just because I think that last scene's strong. I don't know. Okay. But uh overall, yeah, I'm I'm on I'm on let me give you my episode rankings. You guys tell me whether you agree or disagree. I'm on number episode four, episode three, one, uh five, and then two is how I'd rank them. Really? You I'd be close. Just like two
3: more than this. Yeah, I'd be close, but I think I would I mean, five and two are kind of close.
0: They're the bottom two. tier. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, you still have it last after even talking it out?
1: I think so. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the first two episodes more. And I think episodes three and four are just really, really good episodes. Of yeah, three, three and four
0: are a big top tier. And, but I also think one one is uh, is pretty good as well.
1: Yeah, one is great. And, and two, I, I think it's like it's funny enough and it moves quickly. It, there's uh, Avocado and Gary's chemistry in that episode is enjoyable enough to watch. They There's your ship faster. right there. Uh, yeah. I, that's, I said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Why? He just why hasn't shown shipping? really a
3: lot of interest in him. And
1: yeah. also, yeah. Avocado, I, was I was if there was anything. Avocado there. has not been a character since episode two.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's another issue for. Okay, get, get, lay off. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lay off. They need we're to, we're, we're not hating stuff. on avocado. Oh my god! I think he has so much potential. But I don't think we know much about him outside of his son.
0: Look clearly. Look, clearly. He's like not at a, all. Yeah, he's not super developed character. He's good. He's avocado. He's great. Uh, he's good. He's
3: avocado. I don't know if that's much. My- Look, I don't like, know what that avocado
0: means. Avocado. <laughs> yeah, Michelle. I, I like that Michelle's only interested in a ship if one person really likes the other person. No, like I mean Kevin. if they yeah. both
3: like each other, that's ideal. That's I ideal, know, but, but let's think start with more avocado is into each other at this point.
0: No, I think that they're secretly in love. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. It
3: must be a really good kept secret, because you know, you know
2: Look, there was that one moment
1: where the, the avocado did surgery on Gary's hand. That yes. was a very beautiful moment. But since then, good. nothing.
2: No, <laughs> we we ha- brought up how that was the um the intimate healing trope yes
0: in- yes yes yeah. it's that this is your this is your last episode uh final ship i'm telling you it's happening
1: I'm so yeah sure.
3: i prefer that to quinn at this point so <laughs>
1: well yeah sure but uh yeah. what if okay. quinn and tribor can we make no no don't even, stop
3: don't even go there
1: ah, i love that guy i hope he what finds if,
0: love tribor <laughs> tri- 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 and mooncake what if that? Oh,
1: sure. What, what? Mooncake oh, deserves better. Sure. Mooncake I mean, why better.
0: not? Yeah, Mooncake deserves better. Okay, Mel, final thoughts on Chapter
1: 5. Mooncake and Gary, they're
2: the... Um, least. yeah, I mean, I'm still, I don't know. I I don't want to say I'm, I'm definitely not ambivalent towards it. It's just a lot of the emotions I am summoning are negative ones just because of the, you know, everything with Quinn. Yeah. But, uh...
0: What, what, I, what do you think of, um, I, I was completely blown away by 4, though. Um, What do you... You, uh, I
2: yeah no I that? actually really enjoyed four a lot I think four is my favorite and then one is right after that um
0: yeah you liked one a lot yeah so um yeah so like the show the show can be you know we've we've certainly got even more than moments of great we got entire episodes that are that are really good too um okay uh, Michelle final thoughts
3: um I feel about the same. As I did before, I think it's like, you know, it's fine. It's just not great. And now I like feel like the show can be great if it really wants to. So I'm just, I I hope the, like the upcoming episodes, like get into a lot more really interesting stuff. Cause this episode kind of felt like an episode that is necessary to establish certain plot things, to move the story and, to, like, the next tier of really interesting plot things. And I think that's part of why it felt kind of slow and a little, like, not exciting. But, like, that's okay. It's, like, establishing plot plot for later episodes, and that's fine. But as a consequence, I don't feel as high on it, even regardless of the Gary Quinn stuff. But I hate it. I mean, it still had Kevin. It still had some good mooncake in there. So, still had
0: Kevin. I, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I think it's fine
0: yeah uh, it, i think probably this ends up being a transition episode although it's hard to say before we see sense.
3: yeah it feels like a transition yeah. episode to me. Yeah.
0: although i don't I, i'd i'd lay off of uh when it wants to you know like they're clearly they're trying very hard but um yeah it's yeah
3: i mean it, yeah the integrity of the show hasn't been like destroyed or anything it's still the animation is still gorgeous the oh yeah I, I thought is
0: animation yeah. gorgeous I think the music in this episode in particular really stood yeah, out. Yeah, I noticed again.
3: it again. I noticed it in episode four. I noticed it again in a couple moments here. though was just like, oh, this is really nice. Like, I- I'd like to go listen to this sometime on its own later.
1: I-, I like the use of organs. I feel like this show uses organs a lot <laughs> in their music, especially in, the, in that sequence where they're doing the fight with the Infinity Guard up in the laser tower. Yeah. Like it, it's playing music that I think is very similar to the music they've been using for Lord Commander fights. So or maybe that's just their generic fight music, but it's really good music. So
0: it's I, I think the music really uh, legitimizes the dramatic elements of this show. It's just it's extremely uh, like uh, dramatic, intense. And um, I think it really grounds the show in uh, being a drama rather than just this comedy that also is drama elements. It's like this music is really serious and intense. And uh, it's like this is an intense show, I think, as a result. Um, i agree
3: yeah. the only issue i have is that they keep reusing that same song for all the beginning sequences and it's starting to like just feel oh yeah we're well, talking monotonous. about the beginning
0: sequence that's yeah right. um that's yeah five little
3: monotonous but like you know it's like the fifth time we've seen it so it's not really like a big I,
0: deal i completely forgot about the opening sequence five minutes of oxygen left uh <laughs> we're talking about side boob
2: side boob he saw yeah. some side boob
0: once. <laughs> one time, it was great. He said, uh, "Okay, he wants you to check tra- to, to see side boob. Have you seen side boob? No, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I-, I thought that was funny.
1: The, the funny part is him uh, saying, i 'I've had a nice life,' and then he scratches the right. suit. Oh, my life sucks. Like that part's fun. That part's funny. Side the side stuff.
0: boob is whatever. No, I like. The- I think the side boob was very funny, and then the suit thing. I think that's leading to the next one. I assume, but." Yeah, just this concept of Gary has five minutes left, and he's thinking about side boob. This ridiculous concept that's like a construct of like celebrity culture and stuff. I don't know, but well, it um, hammers
1: home how pathetic his life has been. That that's what makes him say, "Well, I've had a good life." In. Like <laughs> yeah, that. that, I mean, that like Saw some side boob, boob ones.
3: agonizing over opening his suit to cookies. So I mean, side boob
1: is not too right. far off from that. It's
0: it's in line with that. Yeah, I yeah. think it's very very intentionally going somewhere. Okay, uh, Alex, final thoughts
1: yeah this is an episode that has good stuff around the edges. Uh, as we mentioned, Kevin is good, Mooncake is good, Tribor is okay. But it's just that, that the the meat of the episode is just something that i I, I have a hard time swallowing. and uh, but final Space is still a very good show, and that uh, this episode isn't taking away my enthusiasm for the show going forward. I just hope that future episodes don't put as much of a focus on the same thing this episode is doing if we're going to stay on this tone. So I'm expressing my excitement for Final Space going forward. But at the same time, I hope that this isn't the the direction we're staying in going forward. Yeah, Yeah, Um, that's
2: fair.
1: Yeah. I, I think I'm I'm pretty
0: optimistic about about where we're going. This is this is the, what we got in this episode from Gary and Quinn is kind of what we expected from them. Episode four was like a nice surprise that it wasn't terrible. I guess um, I didn't
1: expect it this early. Maybe that. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, get, I mean, they're not, you know, they're not a couple right now. I mean, this is like the buildup that that would lead to that point. But I do. I'm very excited and interested in the six to ten arc that, that we're potentially about to go on. So. Um, we'll see what is coming up with Final Space here. As I have been playing with uh, my Mooncake plushie all podcast, and I don't know if it was audible, but yeah, it's great. It enhances the experience.
1: Uh, he is very you know, soft. Watching,
0: Whoa! He, he watching like and a, discussing
1: Mooncake. He's like a comfort pet, Final you know, space. like comfort pet.
3: He's like a giant stress ball. All pets are yeah. comfort pets. So <laughs> yeah, unless you have a pet, pet, pet
1: you pets? hate, then it's a stress.
2: About, like, unless you have like a, a parrot or something, tarantula, like.
1: Oh. stress yeah, or, pet. Or, like a, or like a cat but the, the cats that don't like you that like you try to call them over <laughs> and they just oh ignore you that's like, that's like all cats right? but yeah, on cats, the other hand do what they want on the other hand mooncake will never abandon you <laughs> stay, yeah stay right
0: choc- chocolate yeah um so, uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of chapter five of final space. Uh, leave a comment at overlyanimated.com. Click on the article, leave a comment there or on YouTube. If you're listening there, leave a comment. Uh, leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Um, and, uh, check out overlyanimated.com for all the other ways of contacting us and, uh, our other podcasts there. You could also come talk about the show with us on our discord, uh, overlyanimated.com slash discord consider supporting us via patreon patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our current patrons especially our Patreon of the podcast uh joan a.k. crispy and thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers john ryan steve alex andy and Hugh. uh we'll be back for chapter six of final space continuing our recaps as always check out our other Animation content on overlyanimated.com, including some other of our shows which are airing regular episodes at the moment, like Star Wars The First of Evil and some others. Um, yeah, uh, don't say chokely, Alex. Uh, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.
3: Bye. Wow. wow. Uh.
0: <laughs>